From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, August 15th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine made his first public comments about Ricky Schiffer, the man who tried to break into the FBI's field office in Cincinnati before he was later shot and killed by police after a standoff on I-71. DeWine was announcing new funding to support local law enforcement when he was asked this by ONN's Kevin Landers. We've not heard anything from your office about reaction to that. Well, you, What's your... you haven't heard any reaction. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, obviously, um, anytime there's an attack on law enforcement, whether it's local law enforcement or federal law enforcement, the FBI, DEA, um, you know, this is something that is very scary, uh, and it's something that is, uh, you know, a, just a horrible, horrible thing. And so we certainly, certainly denounce that type of activity. Schiffer had reportedly been on the FBI's radar for months. He was investigated for possibly taking part in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. And even more information is coming out about Schiffer. ONN's Bennett Haberly reports. Online social media posts that have since been taken down referenced calls to attack the FBI and a dissatisfaction with the 2020 election results. Schiffer's originally from Pennsylvania, but had recently lived in Columbus, Ohio, also had some ties to Florida. He's an Iraq War veteran. He served on a Navy submarine as a fire technician, which does require security clearance. He later served in the Florida Army National Guard before leaving the service in 2011. I'm Bennett Haverly. There is growing fallout as lawmakers in Washington call on the Justice Department to release more details on the search of former President Donald Trump's Florida residence. ONN's Dave James has the story. Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee, including Mike Turner of Dayton, are demanding investigators deliver a briefing detailing the reasons for the search. On a bipartisan basis, Congress is saying, show us the goods. We want to know, one, what did the Department of Justice and the FBI tell the judge that they were going to find, and what did they find? There's a high level of skepticism, but we don't have to speculate. We have the clearance. We have the oversight ability. The questions come as the FBI says its agents and properties are dealing with an unprecedented number of threats. Dave James, ONN News. Columbus City Schools Board of Education is requesting a mediator for negotiations with the teachers union. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend. Two negotiation sessions are scheduled for this week. CCS says they are committed to listening to teachers. The Columbus Education Association, the teachers union, filed notice last week of intent to strike. It could start as soon as next Monday. The union is asking for better pay and safer conditions. School starts on August 24th. Now, if the teachers do strike, the district says they will send parents information about remote learning. I'm Tracy Townsend. As students head back to class, some parents may be worried about the spread of monkeypox. ONN's Eric Brown has more with a doctor from Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus. Currently, no children in Ohio have the virus, but back to school means more students will encounter germs. Doctors also say there is a risk of the virus showing up in schools. Dr. Sarah Bodie recommends that parents be aware of what signs to look for in their children if this occurs. Monkeypox causes a rash. It would be like a little bit of uh, papules that may blister up and then could even open to have an open sore. Parents who are worried should get in touch with their primary doctor right away. Officials say the virus usually lasts for weeks. Eric Brown, ONN News. The CDC reports just over 11,000 monkeypox cases nationwide and 89 in Ohio. 
A new COVID booster is likely to be available soon, although it is not yet known who will be eligible to receive it. Casey Decker reports. This one, they said, should have two components, the original vaccine plus a new formulation to protect against Omicron subvariants, all delivered as one booster dose. In the past two months, both Pfizer and Moderna announced they're working on such a shot. Both company shots could be available as early as September 2022. The FDA says part of the reason it hasn't authorized second boosters for most folks yet is they wanted to wait for a shot that would be more effective against the new dominant strains. I'm Casey Decker. Today begins move-in week for thousands of students at Ohio State University in Columbus. ONN's Richard Solomon has more. The move-in process is staggered through the next week. We'll have just over 14,000 students living in university housing. And of course, that doesn't include the number of students who are living off campus. Dave Isaacs is with the Office of Student Life. To avoid the cluster, each student has an assigned date and time to limit the number of students moving into each building at once. Isaacs says the day will also include dozens of events focusing on involvement, service, academics, and academics offered to the students this year. Richard Solomon reporting in Columbus. The average price of regular grade gasoline plummeted 45 cents over the past three weeks to $4.10 per gallon, but it's significantly lower in Ohio. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Industry analyst Chilby Lundberg of the Lundberg Survey says the average price of the pump is down a dollar over the past nine weeks, but it's 85 cents higher compared to one year ago. Nationwide, the highest average price for regular grade gas was in San Francisco at $5.36 per gallon. The lowest average in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at $3.38 a gallon. AAA says the average in Ohio today is $3.62. Angela Ann, ONN News. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow was wearing shoulder pads and throwing passes in practice yesterday. ONN's Adam King has more with Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. This is a welcome sight for Bengals fans because, well, a week ago he was riding around a camp on a scooter due to his appendectomy. He isn't fully back to practice just yet. We got a plan to start to ease him back into practice, and this was phase one of that. You know, it's good to get him involved. He did some individual. He did some seven-on-seven, so that's a good step in the right direction. Just taking it today right now. So it was a good start today. The Bengals' next preseason game is Sunday on the road at the Giants. I'm Adam King. And it appears a wild wallaby is on the loose in northeastern Ohio. Most recently, the animal, which looks like a small kangaroo, was captured on video near Brewster in Stark County. The Brewster Police Department does not believe there's any risk to the public and say if you happen to see the wallaby, don't corner it or chase it. Just call police. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.